Hi everyone, welcome back to yet another podcast on the book of Psalms. We shall continue with Psalm 119 and today we are going to look at the next 8 verses from verses 33 to 40. Let us read Psalm 119 verses 33 to 40. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I will keep it to the end. Give me understanding that I may keep your law and observe it with my whole heart. Lead me in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. Incline my heart to your testimonies and not to selfish gain. Turn my eyes from looking at worthless things and give me life in your ways. Confirm to your servant your promise that you may be feared. Turn away the reproach that I dread, for your rules are good. Behold, I long for your precepts. In your righteousness, give me life. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, today as we listen to your word, help us to understand it well with the help of the Holy Spirit. And in doing so, give us the joy to believe and the strength to obey. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now for those of you who have been following the Psalm 119 series so far, you might have noticed the submissive posture of the psalmist. He pleaded with the Lord many times, right? Throughout that psalm, or what we have actually studied so far, you know, he pleaded with the Lord many times to give him the help he needed. Basically to help to live a righteous life and to stay away from evil. And this posture of submission is highlighted yet again today in these eight verses. Now, if we notice that at the start of each of these eight verses, we note the verbs, right? Teach me, give me, lead me, incline my heart, turn my eyes, confirm to, turn away, you know? And even the last verse, give me life. Now, in the Hebrew, these verses, these, these verbs are actually given in the imperative. Now, they're given in the imperative not because the psalmist was uh, commanding God to help him, but he was voicing these out in desperation and in faith. It was something he was so committed to do. It was as if he was throwing himself entirely in the arms of God, knowing that by himself, he would surely fail. But with God, he would succeed. The psalmist was so hungry for God to come by him and help him out. And to me, this takes great faith. For when we are desperate, the great temptation is to reach out to easier things in life for temporal satisfaction than reaching out to God. Yes, the psalmist was giving us a great example here. He was not prepared to look for others or anything else to be his portion and strength. He was all prepared to throw his lot to God. And this was probably over the course of his life, he learned that insisting on our ways could only lead to even more trouble and grief. My friends, have you ever come to such a point of hunger or desperation 
that you are so prepared to throw yourself to the arms of God. You are so prepared to trust in His character, even when the road ahead seems so dark and bleak. If you have, know that it is only by the grace of God that you are able to even surrender. It is only by the grace of God that you are able to submit to the very will of God. And this will be a huge spiritual milestone for you in your journey with the Lord. So be encouraged and continue to trust the Lord in this manner. Now one of the things that also stands out for me today is verse 37, which says, Turn my eyes from looking at worthless things and give me life in your ways. Now what are these worthless things? The psalmist did not elaborate but he did give a contrast. The worthless things are apparently the opposite of life in God's ways. And we know that the ways of God can be found in His character, namely righteousness, purity, mercy, compassion, grace, love, truth, and so forth. So worthless things could be the opposite of these values. So these worthless things could be greed, you know, it could be deception, pride, covetousness, the pursuit of wealth and power for personal gains, um, chasing after Korean pop stars, the, the airports, spending too much time on social media, on gaming, etc., etc. Basically, the psalmist was asking the Lord to turn his eyes from such worthless things to the far more worthy things of God like living a life that seeks holiness, loving others, and being excellent in what we do. And it starts with the eyes. Scientifically, the average human eye can focus on 50 objects every second. So sometimes it takes, really takes a lot to focus on the right thing. What the eye focuses on gets fed to the brain, and this is why the eye is called the window of the brain. So in order to have a pure heart and mind, in order to have a much more joyful life in the Lord, we need to focus on our eyes on the right things. On things that are worthy. On things that are pure. On the things that honours God for who He is. But like the psalmist, we need God to help us. Like the psalmist, we can call upon the Lord for help. Turn my eyes from looking at worthless things and give me life in your ways. We can declare this with conviction and sincerity and know that God will surely help us since this is His will, not just for the psalmist, but for everyone who believes in God. Now at this point in my journey with uh, the Lord, I can re really relate to the part you know, about asking God to fix our eyes on things that matter to Him. Because in my life right now, there can be so many things happening at the same time. And I realize that without the wisdom or sometimes even rebuke from the Lord, I cannot know what is the right thing to focus on. For example, there are times um, I discern the prompting to just drop everything I'm working on, even for a sermon, and focus on dwelling in the awe and worship of God. Now, not that the things I'm working, I was working on is, uh, was counted you know, as worthless, but I can do better. 
heeding the voice of God to put first things first. And the truth is that I find that very challenging. Not because God is demanding something too much for me, but it is all about my own stubborn resistance. You know, my stubborn resistance to trust the Lord. It speaks very much of the need to grow in my faith and also to obey, even if there is something I feel uncomfortable to do. But I can testify that on the days when I did trust the Lord to do as He said, I can testify that it did a lot of good for my soul. Because sometimes the thing is that I did not realize how stressful or how tired I am. Sometimes I'm just using so much of my own strength to do God's work. And this sounds really, really ridiculous. So on the days when I can turn my eyes on the things that matter to God by His grace, I can do even better on the things which I was working on every single time. Indeed, praise be to God. He knows exactly what we need. He knows our weaknesses and therefore the psalmist was inspired to remind us that we need to desperately ask of the Lord to teach us, to lead us, to guide us, to turn our eyes upon Jesus Christ, to look full in His wonderful face. And the things of this earth will grow strangely dim and in the light of His glory and grace. Let us pray. Lord, our eyes can look at many things in a day. Help us to know what other things to focus on. Even as you are invisible, help us know that you are always present in us and with us. Help us to seek you often like the psalmist did. For as we do so more and more, we can realize how weak we are, but how powerful and glorious you can be to work through even those weaknesses. So Lord, we thank you and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.